Welcome to this episode of Sacred Vibe Saturday on the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and this is a podcast about the sacred feminine and making money. This is episode 107 coming to ya. Welcome to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and I'm excited for this episode. I want to let you know first that I coach women on activating the goddess within while crafting six and seven figures from your sacred feminine. We do that in the Light Goddess program with joy, love, and the wild creativity of the divine feminine by dismantling internalized patriarchy and the subconscious self-judgment blocking you from revenue growth. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com click the button, get into a consult. So this episode of Sacred Vibe Saturday is a little bit of a coffee chat I am having with you today. Thank you so much for listening. I just want to send out so much appreciation for being with me through however many episodes you've been here. We're up to 107 now, and I'm just so proud of that and the journey that it's been for me personally. And I also want to thank you for tolerating the sound. (laughs) I've been working on the sound since I started. It's one of the, like, one of the really important things for me to to clean up on the podcast and to get working so beautifully but right now it's it's a moment in time there's something coming here within two weeks that is going to help a lot but there's something called plosives where it's like your peas pop and it makes these sounds in the microphone and it's not the most fun to listen to but thank you for listening and being here being a Taurus stellium and Taurus I'm 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 like, it's when it's hard to listen to somebody, you know, it's, it's um, that beautiful sound. So for myself, I know that that's important for me when I listen to things that I love. So I just really appreciate you bearing with me through that. I know some people won't even think of it or care and others would will definitely notice that's life, right? But for me, I notice and I want to make it better. And I just can't wait until some of those fixes come in. So I um, am working with like this certain kind of mic and have been playing around with it and it it's, well, it's interesting, let's just say. <laughs> um, I don't use like a mixer and some different things that, that kind of play with the sound and mix the sound connected to your mic. So it's all these fun things, part of this journey to learn. So I have this episode of Sacred Vibe Saturday coming up about bodies and so stay tuned for that it'll be next episode most likely and it's about our bodies and I did this beautiful fire ceremony the other day and we have the opportunity to do a wish for Panchamama and for mother earth for goddess earth and many people don't realize that the earth's a goddess she is always looked upon as goddess earth, mother earth. And I think it's interesting to look at God as, you know, we we have the one God that's typically very fear-based. There's a lot of sects of Christianity that turned over into a more love-based, um, and it, that's really beautiful. But originally it was the mother god, mother goddess, and it was the, the female deity, right? And I'm not saying one's better than the other, 
I I think that what's interesting about the goddess is that she observes the life in all things and everything is equally valuable and and beautiful and harmonious. And so the the episode coming up about bodies is going to be us talking about women's bodies, the challenges that come up around that. And um, I have a beautiful prayer that I want to share with you that that episode and um, really a new way to look at our bodies because it comes up in our culture. Even if we can heal so much of it within ourselves and it's not much of a constant thought for us, we go out into the world and then we're faced with that culture and the effects therein and how do we keep ourselves whole on this topic so i'm going to talk about that next time but going back to the goddess and mother goddess (laughs) thank you for bearing with me have some tea with me today (laughs) um I just want to talk about this idea of the of the gods and how originally the the goddess was thought of as the mother goddess. So if you think about that, this nurturing mother in the sky or in the heavens or in the the ethers on the other side in the spiritual realm and the unseen, right? That is a mother, a caring, loving, nurturing figure, magical, always just has that thing to say when you have a little tear in your eye or when or when you're figuring something out and she just has that perfect, beautiful thing that just sparks that idea that makes you think, you know, we've all probably had one teacher like that at least in our lives and and they just somehow know what to say. And it's something unique and something that makes you think completely differently, alters the whole moment for you. And you feel seen and uplifted and you feel you feel important. You feel like there's a there's a road, there's an opening, there's a possibility versus like you have to do this hard thing. And I think with mindset work, I it's really interesting because it is work, it is effort. It is important to look at all of our challenging thoughts because we want to change those default thought patterns so that they're not the default that just pops up. We we're thinking beautifully, we're having positive thinking, we're going out into the world, and then that default thought pops up when we're confronted with a circumstance, with a person, with something somebody says, with a trigger, with um, somebody cutting us off in traffic, any number of little to big things seemingly then that default thought comes up. That's why we do mindset work. Because when that default thought comes up, what is it? Is it a thought that serves us, that moves us forward, that puts us in our creator goddess? Or is it a thought that's in the victim, that's in the old patterns, that's in the negative thinking, that's in the like really powerless, less empowered, disempowered states? Disempowerment shows up in these tiny little micro ways. When you're really functioning human and you're really doing beautiful things in your life, you, it may be easy. I'm really hearing from so many women right now that it's really easy to think, well, what's the big deal about these little negative thoughts? I'm thinking positive, I'm really working on that. Um, I just keep going. I just keep working. But when we have these default thoughts that come up, they're really snowing us. They're screwing us from that bigger life, from the six, seven figures, because they're default. 
because they pop up so instantly, so automatically. They're there alongside all of the positive, beautiful thinking. But there's still something that something inside of us, our brain, our soul, our heart, something somewhere inside of us, something believes that thought to be true. The thought about money or you're not good enough or your client acquisition and, you know, how do you get clients, these kind of questions, you know, where I'm doing all the work, but they're not coming, well, when's going to be my time, all of these types of ideas that just roll off our brain. These are what we want to work with in our mindset work. Because if they're default thoughts, something inside of us believes them. And that belief is counter to making six and seven figures, and making consistent monthly figures that we want to make. So that's why it's so important to do that work on that. Catch them. We want to be working on the pattern interrupting and catching those thoughts. We want to be working on putting them onto paper so we can see what they are very consciously and then be questioning them. We need to live with them for for just a touch so that we can question them and say, no, actually, this isn't true. Here's why. So that we can form an argument to counter them that we believe, not that we're trying to believe, but that we actually believe. And there's been times in my life where I just didn't have much money and I wasn't able to create money and I would work and I would do this and I would do that. And in the background were all of these beliefs that were counter to all of my actions being effective in any way. I would do all the actions and things would always go awry because of the beliefs there. We think that it's all of our actions, but it's not. And that's why you have somebody who has millions of dollars, family, health, all the things, and they're miserable. And you have somebody that has very little money and and maybe not a lot of connection with other people. And they're very happy and content. That's why we have this whole spectrum is because it's our thoughts, it's our beliefs, it's how we show up in the world, it's our energy. Energy is just emotion. And so I want, I think it's so important to discuss that mindset work can seem, can seem challenging, like we're digging into all of these tough negative emotions, but it's so important to just face it because we actually can have the attitude of joy and consciousness and love for ourselves while we're looking at our brain's negative thinking. And so this is what the thesis is for today. The attitude with which we come to the difficulty in our life itself or to the difficulty that our mind is offering us over and over and on default that we sometimes want to avoid because we just want to be happy for a little while. We just want to be in the joy. We just want to be in the creative place. Sometimes that 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 thinking can turn into this constant base note of our life of kind of just going along and working at it and working at the business and keep putting things into place. And then you have a little peak of joy and then you come back down to this base note. And it's like, that's what we're wanting to disrupt by consciously having a whole different attitude about our brain and coming to ourselves from a place of love, really loving ourselves through our own difficulty in our mind our minds throwing a temper tantrum and having a fit and is really negative and upset maybe it's angry maybe it's despondent maybe it's just really discontented in this singular moment and can we have love and space inside of ourselves space and grace within to allow for our brain to be having this moment almost as if there's a toddler inside our brain 
or another part of us inside of our brain that we're kind of observing. Like that's the whole of me- that's a huge part of meditation, right? Where you become the observer, you're watching the mind, you're the one observing the thoughts rather than the one being thought. And that's a basic tenet of meditation, right? And so it's really a basic tenet of mindset work too, that we're working to really separate ourselves from the thinking mind and understanding we're not those thoughts. And then we can be so powerful with this mindset work of really being that loving space to ourselves as if it was our child or our relative or a friend or somebody who was just having a breakdown or, or just a challenging moment or some sadness or maybe just a really, really tough place that they're really having a hard time disentangling themselves with really believing it all, believing all of the, the tough thoughts, believing like when are they going to attract the clients they're doing all of these things they're really showing up they're doing amazing work when are they going to attract the clients so can we create this loving space for ourselves while our brain is believing these thoughts while it's really in the thick of it and just get that distance get that space and develop the self-love for ourselves where we're really loving ourselves through our own brains negative opinions of ourself it's it's coming to it as that observer as that witness to ourselves we we talk to ourselves in our own mind like there's like there's two people in there and really talking back to that default pattern we have to know that this is just default patterns they got in there from familial training or conditioning or just kind of going along in life and working on other things and we didn't realize they were there. They were uh, they were subconscious and now they've come to a conscious place. So now we actually can see them where they were always there, but we didn't get a chance to see them. And that's an important thing to really see and understand is that our subconscious thoughts become conscious at some point when we do this work. And then it can seem like, whoa, what's happening? Is everything getting worse? Like, am I, am I, I doing all this work? How, how can it be going worse? Like, how can it be not getting better? I don't understand. Like, these thoughts seem as if they are evidence for you going backwards or that something went wrong when it's evidence that you're actually doing the work so profoundly because they're coming up from the subconscious so that we can change them. We can alter the pattern and no longer think these same patterns that don't serve our creator goddess, that don't serve creative courage, that infinite um, impassioned creativity of just creating for creativity's sake. I think of like someone on roller skates and um, I think of just lots of color and fun and laughter and playfulness and things that are just being in that creator space where you're painting or coloring or really checking in. You know, we, we're bringing thoughts from our unconscious also, that they're not necessarily in our, in our subconscious, but they were unconscious to us. We were probably saying them to people. We were, you know, thinking them. We were going about our day kind of just thinking that they were an observation or that we're just observing our world or we're just telling people the way it is when they're actually thoughts. They're patterns. They're optional. We can choose them. We don't have to keep thinking them. There's so many millions of thoughts in the world and millions that haven't even been thought yet before. That's really inspiring because we can just create amazing thoughts that have never been thought. 
that serve us, that help us be in that creator place and create amazing things and have joy within and belief in ourselves within, we get to actually think those thoughts. We get to create our own brain, our own inner world, our own thinking, our own thoughts. If you imagine your brain is a party, all your thoughts are kind of the walls and the decorations and the vibe and the music and, and, and the energy and the colors and the settings and, and the lighting. And so all your thoughts, you get to actually choose those and create those. We think that we, they have to be true. So just to go back to the unconscious, when you see thoughts and it feels like, oh my God, am I going backwards or I'm looking at all this negative stuff, see if you can have that space and grace within, come at it as if it's a separate you know, piece of you that you're kind of talking to and interacting with and come from this loving space. Love yourself through this work. Really love yourself for doing it, for facing it, for being direct, for growing, for wanting to make the inside of your being the most amazing place to be and to create that out into the world and let that ripple out and also with that party you know with the belief we think that our thoughts have to be true and this is so huge and so powerful if we can really begin to implement this as an understanding within us. Sometimes it takes time for this to become a really clear understanding that we can grab a hold of and work with day to day. But I want you to practice this and work with this because this will change so much for you that you don't have to, your thoughts don't have to be true. And in fact, actually none of them are true. We think we're observing or think that we are telling people how it is. We think that our thoughts are true, that my, that's, you know, this shirt doesn't look good on me, or this, you know, tea doesn't taste good. Those are just thoughts. They're not true. You might want to think, you might want to keep the thought that I don't like this tea, I'm not going to drink it anymore, because you don't like it, you don't want to drink it. But the truth, the fact is actually that it's just tea. You could choose to like it, you actually could choose to like it. There's people that can't make decisions. And one of the things we work on is that you make a decision and you actually just choose to like your decision and not question it because they have to practice making decisions and being able to do that before they can bring back in whether and really get into in touch with whether they actually like it or not because there's some sort of subconscious thing going on where there's so much resistance to making a decision, like maybe right and wrong or whatever. But that, but so you can actually choose to like something that seems repulsive at first. So we get to choose it. It's just a thought. It's not truth. The shirt doesn't look good on me. That's not true. That's just my perception. And I can choose to think this looks amazing on me. I'm going out in this. So I, I get to choose. We get to choose our thoughts. So we often. The thing that often stands in the way of the more powerful mindset work of believing into the next revenue goal is exactly this, that we think it has to be true or there has to be evidence or we have to see it first. But remember, nothing is trucked in from other planets. Everything you see around you, the chair, the bed, the the cabinet, the countertop, the car, everything you see around you, somebody created it in their mind before ever existed in tangible physical space. Physical space is secondary, tertiary to creation, to belief. Tangible, what we can see, our visual sight is so powerful that sometimes we relegate it to primary when it's actually tertiary. 
the unseen, our intuition, our feminine power, and our belief that we create itself is primary. Our heart sense, our feminine divine heart sense, that is primary. That's where we create from, that hollow bone between ourselves and our higher self, between ourselves and our oversoul. That's the hollow bone, the clear channel of creation. And then we make something tangible in the world. We want to get a hold of this understanding so we can use it to our benefit in our life with our next revenue goal. It's okay to go ahead and believe I create money. I create, say you're working on 10K a month, I create 10K a month. Believe that now and do that work to find out what's in between believing it. You don't need the evidence to match. You want to believe it, the evidence then then in, comes to you to match, magnetizes to you. And these words like magnetizes to you, you attract it, you align to it and all that. I tend to stay away from those because I feel like they don't allow people to feel like they have agency and control and that they are creating it. So I tend to stay away from these beautiful words that I love because it seems like it's some sort of magical thing outside of your power. We want to know that we are in power. We, The power we have is to choose our belief and our energy. Belief itself is also an energy. It's, it's an emotion. We can put it into the F line of our think, feel, act cycle, our think, feel, act model that we do. So we can put it in the emotion line and really understand what, what makes us feel belief. You know, how do I massage my thoughts into believing? I know I'm doing this effort. I know that it's a matter of time. I, you know, that it could be today, tomorrow, I run into the right person. You know, have you thought about being in a consult with me? And then bam, you have client acquisition right there. We want to believe into our next revenue goal now. And, and there's nothing stopping us from believing it right now. We actually get to create the belief itself. So I want you to begin to think about this, integrate this in today, really like integrate this into your understanding and start using this because this is the next powerful place to bring the revenue goal tangible into tangible form. We want to clean up our thinking that's in the way of us and our next revenue goal. Let's say it's 10K or 20K a month. We want to clean up that thinking there and believe. We, we want to believe first. The chair was an idea before it was a tangible chair. The microphone was a, an idea in someone's mind. It was a belief that I can make this thing or, you know, I wonder how I can make this thing. You know, that's one of the most beautiful questions we can ask ourselves. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what's possible. I, I wonder how I can believe this. Okay, I know I'm working on this belief of my next revenue goal. I know I'm creating 10K a month. So... But there's something in me that is not quite on board with this belief. So I wonder how I can believe it. Ask your brain that question. Your brain will go about working on that question in the background while you're dreaming. Our brains go about to answer questions. So we always want to ask them, ask our brain really good questions and really positive questions that create versus deconstruct. So really start to wonder how you can live into this belief. This is powerful, powerful work. And this is the next step to your next revenue goal. So I am going to leave you with this sacred work because this work is so sacred. The reason why is because this is our beautiful life of creating the money 
as a woman in this world and changing the vibe on the planet, bringing the sacred vibe, bringing the what matters back into this world, the play, the creativity, the fun. Like we are creating all of our world together. And the world is the way that we choose to see it, to be it, to be in it. And who we connect with and who we choose to, what what we choose to put our attention and time into, we get to choose all of that. So that's how we create the world as we want to see it. And other people that are living outside of those types of understandings just see, wow, why are they so happy? You know, how are they creating things? And they start to want to go into the light and to find the creator goddess themselves and to come out of these darker depths of the victim or false belief or limiting beliefs. And that's the powerful work that we're actually doing as models for others, as uplifters, inspirers, empowerers. And as we are in this circle of light goddesses, all of us. So I am leaving you with that today. And I am wishing you so much magic for this coming week and i'm sending you so much love you have been listening to the goddess money creation podcast i am your host jude hotep the goddess money coach and i coach women on wild crafting six and seven figures from their sacred feminine we do that in the goddess money creation coaching program where we take this work inward and we activate the goddess within growing six and seven figure businesses with joy and love and the wild creativity of our sacred feminine To do this, we clear soul-suppressing limitations of self-doubt, dismantle internalized patriarchy, and dissolve self-judgment that subconsciously blocks you from growing your business and your empowered sacred feminine. This work is deep, and it will take you as deep as you want to go. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com.